What up, listeners? You're listening to the fifth episode of Sports Talk and Nerd. You're listening to your boy, Ro. Y'all. Drew Daddy Dollars, a.k.a. Drew Money, a.k.a. That boy Drew over there. Yes, sir. What's poppin' everybody? Today, we're going to discuss the college football playoff predictions. Who we think got snubbed? Man, I'm just mad at you and man, I don't know what's going on with the U right now. <laughs> I mean... UM wasn't going to be there when they lost their first game of the year. That dream was dashed the minute they lost to Florida. Okay? Oh, they did lose to Florida, didn't they? Yeah. Let's discuss college football playoff predictions. LSU was the number one seed, followed by Ohio State at two, Clemson at three, Oklahoma at four. I feel the committee got the first three picks right with <laughs> LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson. Oklahoma, I felt they threw them in there just because they won their conference championship I mean, game. But who would be the fourth? That doesn't even. Let me tell you something. This college playoff feels a bit off to me because Alabama isn't there. I know Alabama. Should be there. You cannot tell me twice. Alabama is what not the fourth about? best team. They lost twice. I understand that. But if you put Alabama on the field right now, Alabama is it the fourth matter. best team. That, why would you, first of all, you don't just put best team. That's why they make the No, you do anyway. put best team. The point no, of this don't. committee is to put the four best teams okay. and let them so have a not? playoff so for the championship. Not? Make the NFL just skip past all this shit and put the Patriots versus whoever the fuck is on the other side. Patriots look like trash <laughs> right now, so that no. really what's their record right now? Like, they are ten and three. All right then, let's just put the Patriots with somebody else. Let's just put whoever the fuck is in the NBA. Well, who um. Golden fucking state. Golden state's versus, trash. Versus they're, who everybody they're, they're nobody else. right now. Come on, bro. You cannot sit here and say they should. That like that's why you're not on the committee, boy. You understand me? That is why Alabama you're not would on be the six and six, and they'll be right there in the playoff if I was on the on then that board. If they six and six, let that, me tell you not something. The best team. Let me give Period. you some. Let me give you some stats right now. Alabama, they lost two games. The first game they lost was to LSU. And that was Tua's first game after he missed a couple games, which means he was rusty. So? What do you mean so? These are reasons why Alabama first has all, two losses. Stop downplaying LSU like they not rock. I'm not, I'm not downplaying LSU, but when they went head-to-head, LSU might have had them for the first three quarters. But once Tua got the rust knocked off, Tua showed you that Tua is Tua. And Alabama started to make a comeback. But who won the game? LSU did exactly. win. <laughs> exactly. That's fine. The second loss, two of the game before, wrecked his hip. So, therefore, they had to go to their backup quarterback when they played Auburn. That backup quarterback threw pick six after pick six that sounds like until he got it together. Huh? That sounds like um, It's not an excuse. These are reasons why Alabama has these two losses. And their two losses are less than ten points. 
So what? They are why one of the top four teams in the nation. Put a two-loss team in the playoffs. That would mean it's rigged. Why not give other teams shots? Okay. Okay. If you okay. If you feel like that, that's fine. Then expand it. Then have a play-in game. It don't matter. It, Alabama didn't win their conference championship. Alabama won somebody, a few years ago. Alabama won the national championship without not without playing in their conference championship game. Well, that's the committee. L- and it was LSU again. LSU won the conference championship. Alabama was an at-large bid for that fourth spot. Alabama ended up playing LSU and waxed LSU. Don't matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? People you already said them. You are people they, who should be in the playoff should be conference championship winners. They not already random people. By doing that, that particular year, they set the precedent by putting Alabama in there without winning their conference championship, without even playing in their conference championship game. First of all, the playoffs was new back then. This ain't new no more. They don't need to be. They need to. They need to. They know what they're doing right now, basically. They not about to do that no more. The first couple times, okay, Alabama was good. Maybe we should do that. But now it's like, bro, if they not winning they champ- conference championships, why put them in there? I don't care if they're good. I don't care if they're raw. I don't care. It does not mean nothing if they can't complete whatever they got to complete during the season. You can sit here and say Alabama is the best team in the nation, but they got two losses, which means they ain't the best team in the nation. Right now, LSU look good, Clemson look good, Oklahoma look good, and Ohio State looks good. Oklahoma did not look good in their conference championship. It don't matter. They went to overtime <laughs> against a third-string quarterback for Baylor. So do you know what that tells me? LSU is going to wax them. That's what that tells me. It just means they won a game. It don't matter. But they in. So what? Now you got what LSU versus Oklahoma, right? That I got, feel LSU is going to, going to just but destroy how you, them. How would you know that you don't? Because know. from top to bottom, beginning all year, LSU has been the best team in the nation. Okay, I'll give yeah. you that because they haven't had any significant injuries to any of their significant players like Alabama has, i.e., Tua. Okay, Tua is not the heart and soul of Alabama. Uh he kind of is. Okay, no, he's not. he kind of is. No, he's not. Without Tua, they are a two-loss team <laughs> looking to play in some little Caesars Bowl somewhere. Okay, that's what that's what Alabama looks like. Okay, and now this second game that's being played in the in the playoff, Ohio State and Clemson. I don't know what to make of this game. When I, I when I, I when know. I match up quarterback for quarterback, I want to say it might be a wash because. If you were to tell me this last year, I would have said, hands down, Clemson has the best quarterback with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And But now now that I see Justin Fields this year and how he's taking the reins after Dwayne Haskins has left, I feel like it might be just a wash right now because I felt like Trevor Lawrence has taken a step back and Justin Fields has taken a step forward. Even though Justin Fields transferred, and that's how you know he ended up at Ohio State. And then when I look at skill positions, everything seems to be even after that. Running backs, wide receivers. But the only thing I think that might be, that might be a big, big difference, it might be Chase Young, the defensive end for Ohio State. He's up for yeah. the Heisman. That dude is a beast. He leads the nation in sacks. He missed 
two or three games this year. I can't remember. He missed two or three games this year due to suspension because he took some benefits he shouldn't have, whatever. But he still laid the nation in sacks after coming back, and he's going. He's invited to the Heisman Trophy presentation. I think Ohio State gonna win. Ohio State looks amazing, they and do. they've been looking amazing all season. Clemson ain't played nobody all season. ACC is is weak, and He's I will I will I will give you that they have not been tested all year. But and to them for them. To not look as good, that might be a product of them just playing down to their competition. Because when you know you're better than someone and you might be a, a tad bit bored, you might just not be as as sharp as you would be. But why that, not run up the numbers like Ohio State did with most teams? <laughs> like literally. Yeah, I mean, you know, it might just be boredom. They won the champ. They've been they've been in the championship game. The last three or four years. Yeah. So I mean, it just might just they just might feel I'm, are we automatically going to get there? We'll just you just got to get through the regular season. I think Ohio State can pull it off. As far as LSU and Oklahoma, I hope Oklahoma. Oh whoa! Them. You want to see an upset? Heck yeah! I love Oklahoma. Really? What do you like about Oklahoma? Everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everything. Okay. I hope it's Oklahoma and Ohio State. And plus, Oklahoma been losing like every single year in the first round playoffs. This, this ain't gonna, it ain't gonna stop this year, okay? <laughs> they so, they gonna lose again. I'm just yeah, gonna, so, I'm just gonna tell, let you know that. Gonna but lose that again. quarterback from LSU is he's probably gonna be top five draft pick because he is. Well, what I'm hearing, he's gonna be number one. And mentioning Joe Burrow, he swept all of the college playoff awards. He won the Maxwell. He won the Walter Camp. He won the Davy O'Brien for best quarterback in the nation. And he's going to win the Heisman. Yeah, he he's going to win the Heisman, hands down. I mean, amazing. they've invited three other dudes there just so they can just have <laughs> people there because it's it's this might be the largest victory in in Heisman Trophy history. I think prior to this, it might have been God. Who was it? Who was who? Who was it? It wasn't Reggie Bush. Oh no! It was it. It might have been Reggie. But I think somebody surpassed him recently. When it comes to me, I'll let you know. But this might be this this might be the uh the largest victory in Heisman Trophy history because yeah, he, he the only amazing. person who could have stopped him, and I feel like he is the best player in college football, he is the best quarterback, is Tua Tonga Valoa. I'm telling you, Why hands he, down. Tua is the best quarterback. Because he's shown me. For the for since he stepped into that second half of that Alabama game when they played Georgia for that championship, he stepped in and showed me what he can do. Okay, when he took over the reins from Jalen Hurts, who was your Oklahoma quarterback now, who couldn't throw a lick back then. Oh, he Let, can throw. Oh, he can throw. He's like now. a Vic. He can th- okay. stop it with this Vic he's thing. Vic. Don't okay. throw out Vic's name like he's just like stop it. Okay, great. Vic is Vic, great. Yeah, stop, Vic putting is great. On, stop putting that but on. Stop putting that on everybody. But he's like the baby okay? version of like. Stop it. Just stop. He's it. the baby. Just version. stop it. But like I say, since Tua stepped on the scene, Tua has been every bit as advertised by him being the number one quarterback coming out of high school and he's shown it since he's been there. His two full years start. He's fine. He's not all that. I'll take the LSU quarterback over him. Joe Burrow, he scares me as a draft pick because he had he has a he had a meteoric rise. He was garbage last year. He had he transferred from Ohio State 
because he couldn't beat out some of the players that they had. That's how he ended up at LSU. LSU didn't recruit him. He transferred there. He was he he was not all that last year at LSU. I don't know what happened this year. They got it together. They had better skill position players around him. Cause let me tell you something. That's a symbiotic type of relationship when you have skilled players who are quarterback. Because if you, you because Ohio if you State, have everybody raw at Ohio State, I understand. That's why they make the quarterbacks look very good. Do you see Dwayne Haskins right now for Washington? He looks like garbage. <laughs> okay, he looked like all world last year at Ohio State. Till he gets around garbage, that's what you look <laughs> like. Okay, now back to what I was saying. The skill talent around Joe Burrow is great right now because his wide receiver won the Bolitnikoff at the College Football Awards, and he has a great running back too. Defense is all world. He has a safety who won the Thorpe Award for the nation's top defensive back. So this man has talent around him. Okay? But he looks good though. Look, let me tell you something. And LSU if you have wide receivers, if you have wide receivers running open all over the field, you're going to look like Joe Burrow throwing forty eight touchdowns in the regular season, okay? That's what that's what it looks like. But LSU isn't even a passing team. Yes, they are. They've really? evolved. Let me, he has 48 passing touchdowns. They've evolved to a pro-style offense now. That's why they look like this. He probably, since Tua is hurt, he probably will be the number one pick in the draft. God bless you if you get him. Because <laughs> I don't have any faith Let's in him. Let's hope the Dolphins don't get him. Yeah, I hope so. I hope not either. Speaking of college football, what's up with Minnesota? Let's 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 stop. <laughs> let's stop the, the 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 playoffs right quick. I had high hopes for them. They they and they they were frauds. They proved to be frauds. <laughs> they were frauds. They, like, like, they beat Penn State <laughs> and they had you on that on that high like oh my god can they do it and then boom 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 they rolled off a couple losses and it was over for them. I just don't get it. Just, They're Minnesota. When have you ever heard of Minnesota doing anything? I don't know. It's but all about the ear test. Hey, when you say Minnesota, does that sound like a championship caliber team? No. You never know. <laughs> you never you know. know now. <laughs> well, obviously. I mean, when you saw them, you was like, oh, no, this isn't going to work. I was so surprised when they got raped. I'm like, yo, they could pull it off. I mean, they had a, they had a, good, you know, they had a good little run this season. But and they disappointed me. They lost to Iowa. Yes. Iowa. But Kurt Ferentz, Iowa's head coach, has been a damn good coach for over 12, 13 years at Iowa. That's why his name is always in talks as far as head coaching jobs in the NFL. He may not get top-level talent at Iowa, but he coaches up what he has. Iowa's trash. I don't think they're trash. They're coached well. They're trash. They're coached well. But Minnesota's... Is even trash. And then they get to the who was they they got to the um they didn't get to the championship. No, they did not. They did not get to their Big Ten championship. No, they did not. But they play um uh, did they play Clemson? No. No, not didn't. Clemson. They play uh Wisconsin. Yes, Wisconsin. Yeah. Like one of the final games of the season, yeah. right? Oh, it was it was a rivalry game. Yeah, yeah. And they lost. I mean yeah, they're Minnesota. <laughs> like, what's going on? They're Minnesota. <laughs> uh, I mean, you should not be. Ha you should not put your faith in a team that's called the Golden Gophers. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's 
<laughs> you, you hear that, guys? <laughs> when teams rise, don't 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 expect anything great. Nothing great. All right, guys. It's time for a new segment I'm debuting called Fun Facts. Fun Facts. Wow. What about fun facts, bro? <laughs> what about it? Ah, I got three fun facts for you guys this day. I don't know. What, 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 what are the fun facts? Did you know 10 days without sleep can result in death? 10 straight days without sleep can result in death. Maybe I should go to sleep because I haven't been sleeping that much. Uh, you do kind of look dead in front of me now. <laughs> so, God. Ah, number two. Did you know... No one knows who invented the fire hydrant. Guess why? Why? It was burned. <laughs> what the fuck? The patent was burned for the fire hydrant. Therefore, no one knows who invented it. Oh my god, that is hilarious. Oh, isn't it? It's ironic. Oh. And number three for fun facts. Uh, you remember the Cosby Show, right? Yeah. You remember the actress that played Vanessa, Tempest Bledsoe? Did you know that she is the second cousin of quarterback Drew Bledsoe, former quarterback of New England Patriots and Dallas Cowboys? Did oh, you know wow, that? Really? Yes. Did you know that? No, you didn't. Oh, oh. actually, I didn't. Oh, but look you know at that. what? Did you know? Life fucking sucks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I think I do we all that. know that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all know that. That was a good version of uh, a <laughs> fun fact. Oh, wow. thank you. Wow. Um, I'm going to touch on a little bit on the nerdy side before I wrap it up. The past week, we had one of the biggest crossover events on the CW which is called Crisis on Infinite Earths. And for a lot of people, it would have started off slow. And But I, I know that shows have to build up and tell a certain story in order to get to the climactic ending of how they're going to finish up the story. But it was some cool things that I saw in Crisis. It was a lot of cameos, it was a lot of callbacks to to uh, different things on the shows that happened over the years, and it was nice. It was nice to see some of those things. Not, not a nostalgic things. Uh, they had a whole run of of Supermans. They had Brandon Ralph Superman. They had Tom Welling Superman from Smallville. He made a cameo. That was nice to see. They had a. The Robin that played on the Batman in the 60s with, uh, uh, what's the guy who passed away? Adam West, that Robin who played with Adam West. He, uh, he made a cameo in the show. It was different. It was just a lot of different things. I'm not going to touch too much on it because when my other co-host comes back, we're going to get in depth on crisis. You know what I don't understand about DC? How come they TV shows are better than they movies? It might be writing, and the and the ability to have access to certain characters. TV shows have access to certain characters, maybe movies don't. Because yet you have yet to see a Batman 
on small screen, which is the TV show, but they do a good job of foreshadowing and building up Arrow as yeah. a, as as that uh, CW's Batman. He he's like the the Batman since we don't have it. And then now that we have the new Batwoman show, that did I'm, you see that? I am very much into Batwoman, and it is very good. We have to give shows a chance. A lot of people ejected on that show after the first or second episode because they was like, I "Oh my I god!" Ejected. I ejected this? after the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I was and, like, "No." But you can't because they de- <laughs> they debuted her character last year in Elseworlds crossover, oh. and I and I was interested in which what was going to happen. So. Because um, I knew she was going to be important as Arrow fades away. She was going to be, you know, probably take that mantle over. And it was nice to see her interaction with her and Kara, Supergirl. Yeah. During the show, because they touched on it a little bit last year on Elseworlds, their interaction with one another. And looking at them this year, it was it was cool to see how they interacted. I want to see Barry get in there a little bit more. He was pissing me off. I'm like, look, Barry, like, uh, yeah, I want to, because I'm a real, I'm a big Flash fan. Flash is like one of my top three shows that I'm looking at right now. And to see him look the way he did, I'm like, dude, you killing me over here, man. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, for the most part, I was, I'm into, I'm into storytelling before it gets to the action. Everybody yeah. just wants action, 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 and I want to. Before I go, I want to leave my listeners thinking. You saw Endgame, correct, Drew? Yes. Okay. You saw Infinity War as well? Of course. Okay. My (laughs) listeners out there, before we end this show, I want everybody to think. It's going to be some spoilers. Sorry. I'm going to spoil some things right now. So, earmuffs, earmuffs. When you look at the crossover event, Crisis... It kind of resembles Infinity War slash Endgame, the way they're setting this up. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not going to spoil it because I want people to go see Christ. I want people to see the first three episodes of the Crisis event. One was Batwoman's episode, one was Supergirl's episode, and one was The Flash's episode. If you're trying to find out how you can watch it, you can download the CW app. They have it on there. That's how I watch it. And... I want you to com- compare and contrast what they do as far as, you know, the Infinity Stones. It's this book on the crisis that Lex Luthor has that can reverse time and he can change different things or whatever. And I liken that to the Infinity Stones. Also, also, they have seven, they call them paragons, which are beings that that, that exhibit you know, the best of whatever, best of love, best of destiny, or whatever. Now, who was left after the snap? It was the original kind of Avengers, right? Like the ones that we used to seeing over the first decade of the MCU, correct? The ones that were left after the crisis, after everyone was destroyed and killed after the crisis and everything. The, The ones we've been used to seeing the whole time, which was Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, uh, is that the Canary, the one that's on Legends, um, Martian Manhunter, Lex Luthor was in there for some reason because he ended up killing off some Batman, spoiler alert, he ended up killing off some some Batman, I mean some Superman or whatever, so it was cool to see because Lex Luthor, the, the, character, the guy that plays Lex Luthor, John Cryer, is funny, fun fact also, John Cryer 
he played in Superman 4. He was Gene Hackman's, which was Lex Luthor back then. He was his nephew oh, wow. on Superman 4. So it's fun and it's cool to see how he's the new Lex Luthor in the CW version of whatever they have going on. And it's just it's just a lot going on. I don't want to too much spoil it because I want people to go see it. And then, hey, Crisis is on a winter break right now. They come back January 14th. They're coming back with the last two episodes on January 14th. So that will be the climactic ending of Crisis. So I'll probably be talking about Crisis a little more in depth when my boy Rob gets back. And until then, peace out, listeners. This was the fifth episode of Sports and Nerds.